Today on The Breakdown, the godfather of poker himself, Doyle Brunson, gets involved in a huge cash game hand where two guys are all in and Jason Calacanis, possible internet billionaire, is left with a pretty tough decision with a huge hand. We're going to break it all apart right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Yeah, this is uh, this is one of those rare breakdowns where we don't make it to the river, but there's cool stuff that happens. I mean, the the hand gets to the river. Well, sure, sure, but like, but we our decision, our, our yeah, our talking about it does not. No, it will not. I mean, well, we'll I mean, tell, you, we'll tell you what the river is. We may say things after that. Yeah. So I guess we make it to the river. But yeah, I feel you, dog. The last big decision happens on the flop. After <laughs> you that. You said, I feel you, dog, so genuinely. <laughs> so strange. I meant it sincerely. I feel you, dog. Yeah. yeah that's a nice thing to hear, you know? Yeah, it's I like, know. It's well, like you, you can always play this back now. It's you have this forever. Yeah. You're Thank welcome. You. I appreciate that. Yeah. This hand was suggested on Twitter by... Gaka or Gaka 63 and Jeffrey Rudzuski. Wow. You really weren't prepared for this one, huh? Jeffrey Rudzuski. Okay. How would you pronounce it? R-U-D-Z-I-E-W-S-K-I. Rudziski. Rudziski or Rudzuski? Rudzuski, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, come on. Yeah, so it's the big game. We. It's so sad that they only had two seasons. It was such a good thing. It was wonderful. It was wonderful, and I miss it. I miss it lie. as well. That was, that was among the best poker TV of all time. But we must move on, apparently. That's how Stapleton got his start. Yeah. It was like, who is this guy? He's so good. He's so funny. Yeah, it's great. He's still doing it, though. I mean, that really launched quite a... Most people don't make it this long as an announcer. Yeah. I mean, him and Hardigan have been together. For, Hardigan's been doing it forever, too, on the EPT, really, now. He's been doing Hardigan's it like, been doing it for longer than Stapleton. Yeah, but and they've been together for, obviously, not as long, but for quite a while now, too. Yeah, six or seven years, yeah. at least. And I don't see anything stopping them unless unless Stapleton like ends up getting a different job, which I could see happening at some point. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, he's still trying to keep his stand up comic career going. I know I he's got he's got dreams of other things. I don't know if the stand up comedy thing's going to work for him, but he might be able to get make it as a writer or something like that. I mean, though the career he's made out of trying to be a comedy person is so much better than the average person doing that. Try for sure. gets to for sure. Anyway, that's not what this is about at all. Apparently not. All right. So let's get to the hand. It is the big game, which includes a loose cannon, which is an amateur who is staked. That is not going to factor here. That player has already folded when we start the action here. Right. So it's just your basic cash game. Let's go. Yeah. It's just like your home game. Your 200, 400, 100 K minimum buy in. I mean, those are fun games. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I love those. Um, all right. So Abe Mosseri who I don't think really you see on TV at all, except for in the big game. I think that's the only time he ever shows up on TV. I feel like I've seen him at least one or two other things, but not many things. I mean, he's definitely won some World Series bracelets and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yes, but he's never been on high stakes poker or anything like that. No, I don't think so. I think he won a bracelet on ESPN maybe once, but back in the day. Yeah, I know he won a bracelet last summer because at the Rio, his picture was up. Oh, yeah. With like holding the bracelet, being all happy. Yeah. He's mostly a mixed game guy, but he's... Oh, yeah. I think he's uh, on the big game to try to raise his profile a little bit, is my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got King Deuce of Hearts in the cutoff. He's going to make it 1,200. It's a bit loose, but it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Then we got uh, Calacanis, who, as you mentioned, might have a billion dollars in the bank. He's, so very, he's got a lot of money. We don't very know exactly rich how man. much. Yeah. Um, he's obviously one of the whales that they bring in for the big game. And he's got two tens on the button, two black tens. This is a six max game as well. Not that it matters once you get down to three-handed, but it might affect the mentality of some players. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is a great time to three-bet. 
It's a totally reasonable time to three yeah. bet for sure. You don't have to. You don't have to, but I think I mostly default towards a three bet here when yep. when an aggressive like Abe Mosari plays a lot of hands. Of course, obviously, as King Deuce of Hearts here. We, uh, but Cal Canis decides to flat, which is, you know, it's fine. It's not the worst decision that's ever been made or anything like that. No, I mean, it's it's not unreasonable to flat, but I think it's more profitable to three bet here when the cutoff opens. And, and Doyle's in the big blind. You don't really want to play. And Daniel Nurano's in the small blind. Like, you don't want to invite them into the pot. I mean, that's the beautiful thing, right? You're going to isolate in position with a really good hand most of the time, right? Or yeah. or Morseri's just going to fold, which isn't the end of the world anyway. I guess he just fears the four bet. Yeah, which oh, is, I mean, I fear the four bet too. Although it is pot limit pre-flop in this game, so it's oh. harder for him to get completely blown off the hand. Yeah. Yeah, we can just call Yeah, if we want to. We are made of money, so it's not that big a deal. But I think one of the things that, that's happening, not just with this hand, I remember this whole uh, week and the big game where Cal Canis was playing, is he, it really matters to him how he's sort of seen as a poker player, I think, to the public. Yeah. So he like has kings at one point earlier on in this game, and he opens and Doyle has sixes, Doyle flops a set on like a 10-high board, and Calacanis gets it in with him on the flop, and then he goes on about how dumb he looked and all these right, things. Right, yeah, it seemed like he was kind of overstating how bad he was because right. he was like feeling so bad about it. It's like, you know, either like don't make the play or just be like, yeah, of course, I had kings. It's fine. I decided to go with it. You know, it's like those are the two options. Or, yeah. Or don't go with it. That's okay, too. But, you know, it wasn't unreasonable to decide to go with his kings there or anything, especially when you're Calacanis. Yeah, I agree. So anyway, the point is, I think that plays into it a little bit. Is he doesn't want to look... He wants to look good on TV. He's like more worried about than like Doyle, who doesn't care, probably. Right. I mean, and that's what Kyle Canis is there for, I guess, because he's definitely not there for the money. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, but he flats the two black tens. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Negreanu folds a small blind. Doyle is in the big blind with Jack 10 off. Jack of spades, 10 of hearts, and he decides to call. That seems pretty okay. Yeah. Brave, but okay. What? Brave. Brave, yes, very yeah. brave. Once more into the breach. Yeah, that's what Doyle always says. Every time before he calls, he says that. Yeah, old guy. <laughs> uh, before we get to the flop, why don't we talk a little bit about a place where you can play brave poker. Brave, confident poker. Where is that? I don't know. I think you might know. Actually. I'm not sure. Okay, it's Nitrogen Sports. Ah, you did, you, if you just lobbed that ball back one more time, I was going to... You were going to do it? I was going to knock oh, it out of the park, buddy. you got me again, buddy. Knock it right out of the park. Well, Nitrogen Sports Poker Room is a wonderful poker site, and it is where we play. We have a special tournament every month. It's the end of the month or the beginning of the month. You know, it's you know right around the yeah, month I change. Mean, let's call it the end of the month. The end of each month. Uh, we've already had two. It's a very small buy-in tournament. It's a 0.1 millibit buy-in. Which is what is that right now? About a dollar ten. About a dollar ten. Yep. Okay, that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good, cheap buy-in with a one hundred millibit prize pool guaranteed, which is one thousand times the buy-in. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, we're not getting a thousand players in these things. No, we're really we got sixty-five the first time. Yeah, I'll tell you that. So that means there's a crazy overlay. You should be there. One of the more like outside of free rolls, the biggest overlay I've ever heard of. Yeah. As far as a percentage, I think of the that's prize about pool. right. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to get in there. And the way to do that is use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for nitrogen. You know what? Everything you're saying so far, perfectly accurate. Okay. Say something inaccurate. You sound good. Wow. Wow. That was... Why did you go hurtful? I don't know. It just felt like the move. Say something else inaccurate. <laughs> okay. Um, Martina Navratilova is in the room with us. <laughs> How's that? That's better. Hey, can I say something that is accurate once again? Yeah, please. Uh, Nitrogen Sports Poker is a Bitcoin-only poker site. 
Yeah. Everyone knows what Bitcoin is these days, of course. Obviously. Um, but it does move at the speed of Bitcoin. There's no processing times or anything like that. So when you take your money out, it gets to you quick, which is awesome. It is awesome. And although Bitcoin sometimes has these fees that you may have heard of where, mm. where when you transact Bitcoin, it costs a bunch of money. That's not the case. If you can have two withdrawals from nitrogen per month and they, they pay the fee. Yep, it's, so free. it's free to you. You can do more than that. Of course, you have to pay the fee then, but it's no big deal. If you're only just taking out once every two weeks, you're golden. Yeah. Sounds great. And what kind of person needs to take out more often than that? Yeah, I mean, like a drug dealer. That's what I said like a month ago. Yeah, I'm backing you up. Thanks. Like a drug dealer would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you were a drug dealer, I feel like you would back me up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would back you up like a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's different. With drugs. <laughs> or whatever else You'd they be like. Would. You'd be like, oh, Grant, I see that you're in a fight. Would you like some cocaine? Here, is some, here are some drugs for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of Mitch Hedberg-y. Yeah, the way did yeah that. it's exactly right. Yeah. RIP. Okay. So let's get to the flop now. We have $4,600. A, a guy asked me if I wanted a frozen banana, and I said no. But then I thought about it, and I was like, well, I want a regular banana later. So yes, Mitch yeah, Hedberg. That's a Mitch Hedberg joke. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, moving on. $4,600 in the in the pot. We have Calacanis with two tens on the button, Doyle with Jack-10 in the big blind, and Abe Mosseri with King Deuce of Hearts as the original opener in the cutoff. The flop is nine. It's a huge flop. Enormous flop. Crazy flop. Nine of hearts, 10 of diamonds, Jack of hearts. What does that mean for each player, Jonathan? Well, Jason Calacanis with his two tens just flopped middle set. Yes. Phil Brunson with his jack ten. He's, of course, in the big blind. Flopped top two. And Abe Mosseri in the cutoff with the king deuce of hearts. Flops a combo draw with an overcard. Yeah. That is a crazy flop when you only have three players. All of them smacked it. Hard. Yeah, this is like this is so rare for all three players to have such... I mean, 9-10 jack is kind of the... With two of one suit is kind of the perfect three-way everybody flop something flop. It's one of them, yeah. 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 Agreed. All right, so Doyle checks. He could decide to bet, but I think he's going for a check raise. Yeah, I think he's just assume one of the other two. Guys. It's just like hits everybody's range. Although Doyle does sort of block some stuff. There's It's such a wet board. You figure one of the two guys with a draw. Abe Mosseri is going to bet his draw, like almost always. You have to assume if he's got a queen, he's going to bet. If he's got hearts, he's going to bet. And if neither of them bet, fine, as Doyle, we'll just bet the turn, assuming an Unless, awful card like, the queen come. of hearts comes off. Yeah, yeah. then we're going to check. I mean, any queen or any eight is going to be very bad for us, but that's it. I mean, also, a, a king and a seven kind of yeah. suck. <laughs> but then we'd only be worried about Calcanus because we assume Doyle's, uh, excuse me, Mosseri's going to bet his draws almost always. Well, you would think if Mosseri didn't, Calcanus might. He might, but being the amateur, he might not. He might be slightly more careful, but usually he's going to bet him too. You're right. I'll tell you what, he's going to be a little bit careful. All right, so let's see how this action explodes. Okay. It's, uh, it's, you would expect it to explode. Are we going to call this an explosion of action? Probably not. No. That's not very good. Nope. How about an explosive flop? We'll get Doyle's name in there too, but sure. TNT on this flop. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah. Doyle, Doyle Doyle's Brunson. eyes got burned out by the fires that this flop created. Something Doyle like Brunson, that. Bitcoin. <laughs> That's good too. Yeah. Gotta get Bitcoin in the title. Everyone clicks if it says Bitcoin now. Yeah. All right. So Abe is gonna bet his draw. He bets three thousand. I can't fault him for betting this hand. No. I think you bet it with the intention of going with it if someone were to raise. You know, you're just we're never gonna fold. We probably are happy to get it in. There's a lot of bad cards that come on the turn that make our hand that kill the action. So we'd rather have it get it in now. Yeah. So I wanna kind of spoil things a little bit and say this is 
this podcast is mostly about one decision that's going to happen. Yeah. A couple decision points down the line. Okay. Um, because everything else feels pretty standard, of right? Of course. Of yeah. course. All right. So Abe bets 3,000. Cal Canis is going to decide to raise with a set of 10s. I don't see any fault in that. Nope, I mean, it's there's fine. so much to protect against. Of course, there are straights out there. That's too bad. Whatever. Yeah. We have a set. He raises to 13,000. I, I like the sizing. Yep. Yeah. Perfectly good. Now, Doyle's in, I guess, a slightly strange spot with top two here. I think it's actually pretty strange. All right. So th- there's two decisions that we're going to talk about. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, it's a yikes-ish spot. I mean, I guess if we're Doyle, I mean, what are we hoping Calacanis has if we were to raise ourselves? Let's start with that. Ace, eight of hearts. Okay. That's one. There's other things like that. There's big draws. Yeah. Let's say he doesn't have a draw. What are we hoping that he has now? 10, nine? I guess nine, 10. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. We're not, we don't have great equity against the straights with two pair as compared to if we had a set. Now, is it possible that the Calacanis is the kind of guy who's going to raise ace jack here? He really might be. He's an, he's an amateur. I don't know, though. I don't know if he's that type of amateur. I mean, he called with two tens. He's probably not going to raise ace jack, no. right? Yeah, he's probably probably more careful than not. He was the guy who was admonishing himself for getting in with an overpair against Doyle, actually. Yeah. So you're right. He's going to be careful. So, he's, so when he raises, he's either got a crazy strong draw or probably the same hand. He can have the same hand. He could have the same hand. He can have nine, ten. He can have sets. Although we block sets. And we block have, everything but nines. And jack nine. He can have jack nine. He obviously, he could have all the straights. Yeah. Yeah. He can have jack nine. Okay. Okay. Well, we can hope for him to have nine, ten, or jack nine, I guess. Otherwise, yeah. it ain't so good, right? Yeah. And I don't know if he has either of those offsuit, by the way. Like, if he's going to be pretty tight in this game, he might not be calling with those offsuit on the button. Mm, yeah, I don't think he would. I think he's only going to have suited. So there aren't very many of those, huh? I don't know if there's really any. I mean, Doyle's got, let's see, Jack of Spades, 10 of Hearts. The Jack of Hearts and 10 of Diamonds are on the board. So I guess he could have Jack 10 of Clubs or Jack 9 of Clubs. That's it, huh? Yeah. So there's two combos of those, plus strong draws, plus pocket nines. Yeah. So that's not good. Or Jack 9 of Diamonds. He could have Jack 9 of Diamonds. I thought you said the Jack of Diamonds was... No, 10 of Diamonds is on the board. Oh, okay. So we could have Jack 9 of Diamonds. Okay. So there's there's three three combos of those... Three combos of nines. So yeah. if the made hands were beating half or losing half. And we may not be able to get in against the made hands that we're beating, by the by way. By the way, you, you forgot about sets of tens and sets of jacks. Yeah, we block those. So there's only one combo of each. Yeah, but you're but, right. They but exist. when you're doing the combos. They, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, so that's a problem. So there's, there's five made hands. We, you're right. There's five made hands we're losing to. Three made hands we're beating. But those, those hands may find a fold if we put in a raise here. And that's not completely accurate because there's also 16 combos of king-queen. Of course there and are. four combos of 7-8. Yep. We don't put them on queen-8. We assume maybe you can have queen-8 suited, but probably not. You can even right? forget about that, and it's still not good. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But what are we supposed to do as Doyle with top two? Are we supposed to just fold because Calacanis raised? I don't know. We could just call. We could call and see what happens. Like Abe's going to fold a lot if we call. Abe's just messing around. A lot. We assume we assume Abe doesn't have anything most of the yeah. time, right? We're not worried about Abe. Um, I mean, we could actually call with the intention of if Abe pushes the action and Calcanus folds, we could get it in with Abe. But if Abe pushes the action and then Calcanus moves in, we could we could probably just fold comfortably. I think a call is the right play here. It sucks that we're out of position and there are a lot of bad cards. Yes, there are. And as Doyle, maybe we're just like, I mean, what do we have? Eighty three thousand total in front of us. Um, no, we've... the effective stack though is 83 K. That's no, what it is. That's not it. No, that's what Doyle raises to. Right. That's not what he has. He has more than that. The effective stack is Mos- what I'm Moseri saying. has less than that. Right. But how much does Calacanis have? Uh, it doesn't matter. Why not? <laughs> Don't 
we don't know how much Calacanis has. You mean Doyle knows, but we don't, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. We don't know what Calacanis has. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, so we don't know. Yeah. Calacanis but, actually remember saying he had less than 83. So the effect of that was like, Abe. It was? Yeah. Okay. So there's no effective stack that's 83K, just to be clear. Doyle raises to 83K. That's right. what he chooses to raise to. It's a very large raise. Yes, it is. It's a weirdly big raise. I'm not sure why he's raising 83. Why is he picking 83? I mean, he's essentially, he's, just going anyway. all, he's essentially just going all in and saying, yeah. and saying, like, if you got me, you got me. And uh, if you don't, I guess you'll fold. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know if this is good. I don't like this. Yeah, I don't think I do either. I think we're supposed to call and suck it up suck it up and just call i think calling is probably the right play although we're not comfortably calling when calacanis raises but whatever yeah I mean, we're too strong to fold yeah it's an interesting spot though i understand why you would be inclined to raise i mean maybe you're just afraid you're gonna make so many mistakes put later on in the hand if you don't just put the chips in now like you may just fold in spots where you're not supposed to but right. this, this by the way implies that calacanis is going to make some great bluff against you later is he really going to do that well, you also don't know which draws you're trying to avoid if, yeah. if you're ahead. Well, you could find out, though, if you call and then Calacanis bets when one of them comes in. Yeah. That's going to tell us a lot of information, right? Yeah. He doesn't have to choose to do that. I mean, do we think Calacanis is going to, like, raise on a straight draw? A heart's going to come in and he's going to bet when the heart comes if we call his raise there? I don't think he is. I think he's just going to check most of the time. He's Calacanis. He's careful. Yeah. So... I think I think we don't know that Abe is is got a big hand too right now, right? So in our mind, we think we're probably just going to be us and Calacanis, and Calacanis is got, probably going to play pretty face up once we call this raise, which probably is correct by the way when we cold call thirteen k here. Yes, right. He's probably supposed to play face up. So I don't know what the problem is. Like, let's just call. I don't know what the problem we can, is. We can make so. really good decisions here. I'm saying we can make good decisions yeah. later in the hand, yeah. which we sort of take away our. We're Doyle Brunson. It takes away our ability to do that. You know, we like we give Calacanis sort of all the all we give away all this equity where we can have him play face up later. So I think it's a mistake. Yeah, I like I like saying I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are we moving in? What's the problem? We can't just call. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right. So Doyle makes it 83K here. And now Moseri has a decision here. I mean, he could fold. I mean, come on. He's not going to fold. He could. Of course he could. Anyone could. It's fold. eighty thousand more. I mean, Calacanis could fold. Actually, but I think everyone's most, got a big hand here. Mosari is like seventy-five k effective, actually, so it's not quite eighty-three. But I mean, why would he fold? Because Calacanis is tight and raised, and then Doyle moved in. Yeah, that's why. Those are good reasons. <laughs> actually, yeah. actually, what happens too is Abe tanks a little bit, and and Doyle says. Come on, Abe. It's okay. We'll run it three times. And then Abe sort of like nods his head and shrugs his shoulders and then moves his chips yeah, in. Yeah, he's right? like, all right, I'm all in. Well, if we're going to run it three times, you know, then it's fine, right? Then I'm yeah. going to get at least a third of my money back. It can't be too bad, right? I'm going to win at least one, of the th- one, one out of three. This Usually. almost always, yeah. Usually. And, and sometimes more. So what do I care? Um, so this is the decision now that we were talking about this is all about. It's Calacanis' decision. But can we just take a moment, though? So, I mean, you agree that Abe is probably supposed to get it in here, right? I mean, it sucks. It's king high, but come on. I think he's probably supposed to in, I don't know when, when Calacanis is the guy who raised and Doyle then decides against Calacanis to put this huge raise in. I don't know if we're doing great. We've only put in three K on this flop. It's true. If this was a, our lives in the main event, we definitely fold. 
Yeah, I mean, like we can be drawing dead. There are there are a lot of hands. We're nearly dead. We're, there are a lot of hands we're in deep trouble against. Yes, like not dead, but nearly. We dead. have to be okay with getting it in against two pair or a set. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Against straights, we're not doing amazing, especially king queen. Correct. Against the real nightmare is the not flush draw. Yeah, which is definitely. I mean, in, ace queen of hearts, right? That's a real. That's the real nightmare. Ace queen of hearts is a supreme nightmare. Yeah, that's the worst. Uh, it is. It's very bad, but it's also bad if any nut flush draw is pretty bad for us. Sure. Like, it's a pretty bad situation. Sure. Ace 10 of hearts is also pretty bad because then our deuce is not live. Yep. Um, having said all that, like, we're not often going to be up against the nut flush draw here, right? Sometimes. It's definitely one of the types of hands that we'll be against. Yeah. But Doyle could be moving in with other, other kinds of... Doyle can have queen X of hearts for sure. Yeah, he could. And then we're doing pretty great against that. We're kind of destroying him there, right? That's true. So that's good. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I think it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a tough spot. I think part of it is that it's okay with Abe Masseri if he loses this pot. Like, that's part of what makes it easier for him to call, right? He's like, yeah, all right. We're going to run three times? Cool. Like, it's okay if he loses, whatever, $71,000 on this hand. He can afford it. He's got a lot of money. It's gonna be it's gonna be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes it easier for him to call. Again, if it was the main event where there were ten left in the main event, we're playing at the final table. King Deuce of Hearts is in the muck almost instantly on this with this action. Probably not opening, also, but yeah. Oh, uh, you might be opening because everyone's scared. Yeah. You know, you open the cutoff, you get all this action, and and then this happens, and you're like, oh, I was betting and gonna love my life, and now I can't even call. Yeah. You just fold because you can't afford to have him run at once, and you lose with King High or to the Nut Flush or whatever. All right, so I want to do something I've been doing a little bit on this podcast recently and tell you what happens and then try to figure out if it's okay. Okay. Because you might all be thinking, why are we talking about this? It's just a cooler. Well, it's because Cal Canis ends up folding his set of tens here. Yeah. Which is clearly incorrect against these two hands. Against these two hands. So we have to unpack it and try to figure out if it is correct or incorrect in the long haul to actually fold this hand. Good. Okay. So what are some arguments for folding? I'm trying to think of some. I have a very clear argument for folding. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be up against top set. Is right. Is that your clear argument? Yes. I mean, I'm not saying that that's an all-encompassing, world-bending argument. I'm just saying a major fear when this action occurs has to be that sometimes Abe has top set. That's the only real argument for folding that I can come up with, though. Yes. So that's not a whole lot. I mean, <laughs> okay. So let's look at the price we're getting here. Yeah, we're getting... All right, so let's assume that Calacanis... I don't really know his stack because he folds. But let's assume that Calacanis has uh, 80K in front of him. Great. All right. So Doyle... He's getting two to one. Abe's in for 75. Doyle's in for 80. There's money in the pot already. It's two yeah. to one. Two to one. So if we're against two straights, it's a great spot to call. Yep. If we're against two flush draws, it's even better. Yep. Even better. Yeah. If we're up against, uh, if one guy has a straight and the other guy has two pair, it's not as good because it kills some of our outs. Yeah. But not too many, but it kills some of them. It's not ideal. Um, Actually, I don't know. That might be, let's forget a set of jacks. If, do, if, if Abe had king queen instead of king deuce of hearts here, yeah. are we getting the right price if Doyle has jack 10? Okay. Well, let's see. If Doyle has jack 10 exactly, it's bad because actually our jack, uh, jack is dead for yeah. us too, right? So all our only outs are um, nines, 
And then the card could come in pair, actually, on the river, too. We right? have one jack and three nines. No. No? Doyle has jack ten. Jack, yeah. kill, jack makes Doyle the best hand. Oh, right. Completely That's done. why jack ten is kind of a nightmare. Yeah. If we get it in against a straight also. Yeah. That's really bad. Um, it'd be hard for us to imagine that Doyle has jack ten very often since we block that pretty severely. Although he has it, I know. But like okay, he's going to so have jack if, nine if has, a lot more. If he has jack nine, it's still the same thing. Um, it's the same amount of outs for us. Yeah, that's true. You're right. It's the same deal. Changes nothing, actually. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. But we can Except, make quads. Actually, jack nine is worse for us because if the nine comes on the turn, Doyle can still beat us. That's true. That's true. We're not, we don't have everyone drawing dead if a nine comes on yeah. the turn. I mean, honestly, if a nine comes on the turn, Doyle can still beat us the same way. If he has jack 10, it's all the same. No, the difference being that he can hit another nine. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He, got, he has extra outs. He has more outs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So against, if Doyle has jack 10 and Abe has king queen here. All right. So we're going to figure this out now. We're going to figure this out. All right. All so right. we have three nines and three a nines. 10. And one no, there's no tens. No, left. no tens. Sorry. Just three nines. There's three nines, and then but when the card comes on the turn, that card can pair as well. Okay, so so assuming the board doesn't pair. All right, so we have six percent to get there on the turn. Okay, and then we're going to have another three outs. Let's assume we have another three outs yeah. on the river. So that's another. And so it's going to be another twelve percent essentially. So we're looking at eighteen percent total, right? Because we can add those two things together. Why, why is it 12%? Oh, 12% for the... For okay. the river. Yeah. Just for the river coming. So, that, so we take the 6%, we add it to the 12%. That's about right. Yeah. It's not exactly perfect. There's a better way to do perfect. that. It's not perfect. It's actually worse than that because it's, if Doyle hits a jack, we're dead. Right. That is very bad. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> At any point, we're just dead. Well, we're not dead. If Doyle hits a jack on the turn, we have a okay. 10. Yeah. Oh, no. There are no 10s left. Right. We are dead. Yeah. Ooh. We're rooting for another jack on the river. <laughs> yeah. I guess one, so. One of the... You know, just counterfeit that whole hand. Um, okay, so if we only have three outs, and then I guess another three outs. We're eighteen percent. We're not getting the right price. Clearly, and yeah, we can be drawing dead. So that's actually not good enough. Interestingly, no, it's definitely not. Huh? Could they both have uh, two pair? They can't both have jack ten, but they could. I mean, we're blocking lots of some that stuff, and they'd be blocking each other. But it's possible. Would Abe so, really remove in with like nine ten? No, no, no. Abe can't have that. Abe can't really have two pair. No, Abe's folding two pair, right? If Abe has Jack ten, is he folding Jack ten? He probably is, right? But they can't both have it anyway. It's just not, not right, physically possible. No, I know. Yeah, I'm just wondering if yeah. Abe's going to fold that. Forget what Doyle has for a second. I think he might. Yeah, he's going to have to strongly consider folding yeah. it, right? On this board, it's such a wet yeah. board. Okay, so, huh? Okay, so let's do this differently. So Abe has a straight. Joel yeah. has Dak. Joel has Dak ten. Yeah, nothing weird about that. Um, we only have three outs, and we're not getting enough. Three outs, and then another three outs. It's not enough. Yeah, including sometimes when we're drawing dead on the turn. That's kind of sobering. Yeah, to this because I thought this was probably just a bad fold, and now I'm wondering if it's a bad fold. Um, so we need Abe, who moves in after Doyle's moved in, to not have a made hand. We need him to have pocket nines. Yeah, which you can. Or or a big draw. Yeah. Because that's kind of it. Maybe he can have Jack-10. There's at least a chance he can have Jack-10, too. There's a chance. It's not likely, but, but it's what possible. does Doyle have, then? Doyle can have the big draw. He could have the big draw. One of them can have pocket nines. The other one can have a big draw. One of them can have Jack-10. The other one can have a big draw. What do you think Doyle does? I'm wondering. 
If Doyle has like ace four of hearts, yeah. does he just dump it when Calacanis raises? Does he need the combo draw? I don't know what Doyle does there. I don't know, man. I don't feel like I've seen Doyle make the big raise all in with, with the ace four of hearts there in that kind of a spot. Right. I expect if Doyle is going to do it, he has like ace eight of hearts or ace queen of hearts. Maybe ace ten of hearts. Is it possible he feels he could call once because, no, it's just hard. To, the implied odds are just not there, are No, because the hearts are going to shut everything down. Yeah. Like, the heart comes, you bet. I mean, maybe you feel like you can get one street, though. Like, the heart comes on the turn, if it comes on the turn. But you're going to have to fold the turn anyway if Calcanus really has the kind of hand that he does, right? So you're just going to have to fold. Yeah, I think Doyle would fold ace four hearts. That's not good. Nope. Okay. So it seems like doing the combos, this isn't as obvious a spot as maybe it, it seemed. Right. But let, let me take a different approach, something I said to you when we were watching the video, okay. which is Calcanus is absolutely an amateur, right? He knows this. Yeah. Everyone knows it, right? He's up against two really good players who have all this history, all this stuff. They're talking to each other in the middle of the hand. Doyle's saying, oh, we can run it three times. Abe then shrugs his shoulders, moves it in. We can decide to believe that or not. It's, it's reasonable to not believe it, even yes. though they were clearly both telling the truth as we can see that. Right. Um, is it reasonable to just say, I'm Jason Calacanis. I shouldn't try and think this hard when I have one of the very best hands I can ever have. I should just not fold. Like, this is basically as good as it gets for me or almost as good as it gets. I shouldn't... I, I don't know. I just how, should, I don't, I, I'm not going to make money in poker against really great players folding incredibly strong hands. I question that. Good. I question the element that this is as good as it gets. So assuming we are Jason Calcanis yeah. and all of the tight things we've assumed about him so far. This is the fourth best hand we can ever have, right? Combinatorially, no. Oh, okay. So we have 16 king-queen combos, clearly, all of them. Yes. We have four seven-eight combos. Yes. Clearly, all of them. I guess we have three jack-jack combos. I don't know if we do or not. It's hard to know. We have 10-10, so it's like... you To you, but... You know, jacks are better than tens, and there's a line somewhere, right? He's gonna he's gonna re-raise kings, right? So I don't know how far down it goes. If we're gonna make an assumption, we should make the assumption that the next hand up, he's gonna play similarly. I would think. I don't know. It's so close. I mean, we tens is close anyway. I just don't know. I don't think we should give him all three combos of jacks, but whatever, give him two. It's fine. Who cares? Forget jacks. Let's not give him jacks. Okay. It, we're at our twenty-first combo then. Out of how many? Um. What do you mean out of how many? Out of how many hands do we raise to thirteen k? Right. Um, Jack 10. Okay. So that's eight combos. Unless when, well, we don't have Jack 10 off. Isn't it we? nine combos? It's nine combos. Yeah, but we don't actually have Jack 10 off. We, we decided Calcanus probably isn't having the offsuit. Oh, I, I thought he, I, oh, I thought we, I, I remember thinking he couldn't have nine, 10 off, but okay. it's possible he can have Jack 10 off in my mind. Okay. We can give him Jack 10 off. I think we should give him Jack 10 off. So it's nine combos, right? Cause there's three okay. Jacks and three nines, three tens, excuse me. So it's gotta be nine combos. Yeah. Um, Okay, nine ten suited only. Yeah. So there's two combos of that. I'm assuming there's a nine of hearts and a ten of diamonds. Yeah, two combos. Okay, so we're up to eleven sets of nines. That's three more. Yeah. Fourteen sets of tens is seventeen. We're at. We are sets of tens. Yeah, I understand. Okay. You're saying out of how many, right? So we're figuring out how many are the possible. I think. I think something got a little bit mixed up in the jumble there. Okay. What I was saying is when we're at sets of like, where are we? in the whole ether when we're at sets of tens. So starting at king, queen, moving right. down. You're, no, you said when we raise to 13K, yeah. what, what is our full range of raising okay. to 13K? So we're figuring out how many combos total, and then we're going to figure out where sets of tens land. Yeah, there, I guess right? I don't know where you got 17 because we were already at 20 when we talked about the straights. You're right. I wasn't counting any of the straights. I was just doing from 
not the straights, and I don't know why. Okay. So that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So we were at, how many were we at? Boy, this is brutal. So we were at 20? There's 20 straights. There are nine jack tens. Um, so jack tens below, obviously, but we'll just do. Oh, that's why I was doing it. I was yeah. trying to figure out the hands that were worse and the hands that were better. Yeah. Right. So the hands we that are worse are jack 10, I 9, see. 10 suited, jack 9 suited. Yeah. Um, so that's four plus nine combos. So 13 combos there. Sets uh, of nines. 17. 17 combos. And there's 20 that are better. 20 that are better, yeah. So we're right in the middle. Yeah. Slightly below average. Right. Okay. So I guess that... It's interesting. That's why somewhat, it's a tough spot, I guess. Somewhat proves my point that like it's not exactly fair to say this is as good as it gets. Okay. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I agree. Okay, wait a second, though, except we are also doing this with other hands. Like We're doing uh, this like, with ace-queen of hearts, ace-king of hearts, um, a few other things, right? Ace-ten of hearts. Well, there, aren't very many, there aren't very many combos of those, though. No, there aren't. But there's, there's a few more. And if, we're gonna th- if you assume we're three-betting jacks, I think we have to assume we're three-betting ace-king of hearts. Okay. And probably ace-queen of hearts. I don't know. For, I don't know. Ace-queen is different. I mean, yeah. ace-queen is not as clear to me. But ace-king, I'll give you. So we throw out ace-king. We throw out the jacks. Um, we keep ace-queen. Of hearts. And exactly. ace-eight of hearts. Ace-ten of hearts. That's three combos. That's it. Yeah. So there's 20 on both sides. And yeah. we're exactly in the middle. It's definitely not as good as it gets. But it is a super strong hand. But it's definitely not as good as it gets. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Maybe this it, is a good fold. I think it's okay to fold. I understand. It's, let's, but let's not say it's okay. Let's decide if it's good or not. Let's decide what the play is. We're somewhere in the middle where there's 20 that are better, 20 that are worse okay. of our range that we're raising with. So we've clearly seen that if, if somebody has a straight and somebody has two pair, it's a good fold. Yes. And that's going to happen with some frequency with this action. Yes. Um, sometimes we're going to be in the nightmare scenario where Abe has a set of jacks. That is possible. That is possible. Yeah. And Doyle has a straight or something like that. Yeah. Almost. It doesn't even matter what yeah. Doyle has. Like, right. sure. But who cares? Yeah. Right. Doyle has either a combo draw or a straight. You know, yeah, but we don't, is, we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Um, the other scenarios that can occur are the scenario like this, where Doyle has two pair, although we didn't like Doyle making this play with two pair. No, but he did it. He did it, but we didn't like it. I mean, do you think he does it with 9-10? You think, he, or does he just do it with Jack-10? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he does it with Jack-10 because he feels like he thinks he's often... He probably thinks Calacanis... I mean, Calacanis can have straights, I guess, but he has no sets. He probably thinks Calacanis has zero sets, right, when he yeah. makes his play. Also, he blocks some of them. But maybe blocking them also helps a little bit. He probably bit, assumes the Calcanis would have three bet a lot of sets preflop. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's yeah. why he has no sets. Yeah. Yeah. So he's wrong. But then, by the way, but then what does Calcanis have? Nine, 10, jack, 10, and straights. Yeah. I guess, and big draws. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it is still just like, I'm just not folding. This hand is too good. Yeah, that's, that's a big part of it. Right. When I'm so, but we didn't like that play. We thought he should call, in fairness. So we thought Doyle's play was incorrect. Yeah. We thought Masseri's play was probably fine. Was fine, actually. Yeah. I think it was fine. Couldn't fault him for folding, though. Yeah. I can't fault him for folding, but I think it's probably right to get it in. Probably. I think it's probably plus EV to get it in. Let me say it that way, of the two choices. You make more money getting it in. Calacanis, what do you make more money doing? We're doing this, obviously, without any kind of, uh, you know, software in front of us. We're just talking, talking stuff out here, but that's okay. It's right in the exact middle of our distribution, which is crazy, We're getting two to one. We're getting two to one, which is good, but we're up against two opponents. When they have the really strong hands, we're usually screwed. Sometimes they have a straight and a big draw, which isn't so bad. Right. That's actually fine. The times also 
when we're up against hands like Moseri's hand, by the way, we lose a decent amount of time. That's not the point. We're getting two to one. We don't care if we lose a decent Right, I know, but I, when we're, we're doing an entire equity calculation against the ranges that we're against, that would have to factor. Of course. Like, we're not just thinking, like, categorically winning or losing, obviously. Of course. Yeah. No, no, no. We're doing, I mean, we lose to almost, we lose to everything that they have at some period, some percentage of the yeah. time, right? And, like, and we win sometimes, too, even when we're behind. Like, sometimes someone has a set of jacks, we make quads, or someone would, has a straight, and we nice. the board pairs, you know? Yeah. Making quads would be nice. I like yeah. that. No, so like, yeah. So, I mean, the question is, do we have enough equity to, to call, right? That's the real question. It's so hard because it's so subjective. Like, how frequently does it happen that they, both our opponents have flush draws? Like, that's an amazing spot. Right. Um, I don't think it's that frequent. You may decide that Moseri just isn't often going to shove behind. There aren't very many flush draws he can have. He has to have a combo draw. Yeah. He yeah. can't call with just a flush draw. So you wouldn't think he has that many flush draws. Right. So what is he getting it in with? He's not getting in with aces here, is no. he? No. After Calacanis raises and Doyle moves in, he's probably just going to... Yeah, on that board, he's folding no. aces. I think Moseri usually has a straight. Or a set of jacks or a set of nines. Yeah. I'm just trying to... Th- I mean... It's probably just not reasonable to try and read into anything, any of his actions at all, especially for Calacanis. It's just yeah. not, it's not, because he like takes some time. He, I was thinking Cal, uh, Moseri may actually move in quickly to, if he's, if he has a straight, like, especially like a, a to try bottom. to shut out. A yeah. Say, like, go away, Calacanis yeah. with whatever you have, like don't call to, so that way I can be in good shape against Doyle instead of like, eh, I'm only drawing. Okay. Against both of you, you know, something yeah. like that. Um, but I don't know that that's fair to say, like he may, he's probably very difficult to read. Yes. I don't know. I think I'm leaning towards the fold being maybe slightly better. It hurts me that it seems like that may be the, the case. I got to tell you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I would say if, if Cal Canis was my client, like a coaching client, because yeah. we have those, um, I would say to him, don't fold middle set against guys almost ever. Like, uh, just don't do it. You'll do better. Against women, though? Yeah, I always fold against him. Um, <laughs> He's kidding. He, He's kidding. But you know what I mean? Like, I would just say that. I would say, like, don't fold strong. Don't fold super strong hands. That's not how you're going to make money in poker. You're going to make money in poker doing a lot of other things. And that's good overall advice. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying, I'm saying, so as a general rule, that's probably good. In this exact spot, it's probably right to fold. Yeah, I think it is. I think Calacanis, even though he's incorrect in this instance, is making the correct fold. Man. Man, that's crazy. We might have to actually put it in some software before we do the video to like really figure this out. Yeah. It's a little more complicated than I thought. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, he's supposed to call and you're going to push back a little bit. Then we're going to find out he was definitely supposed to. Right. I think when you were thinking that you were generally thinking that the only time he's supposed to fold is if he's against a set of jacks. Yeah. Which I guess it turns out is not the case. Well, I mean, if you remember when you said you have one reason and I'm like, it's top set of jacks. You're like, yep. And that was really all we had at first. Yeah. And then you said the thing about, well, he's up against a made hand, a straight, and someone else has two pair. Like, what is what trouble is he in? And it's like, wow, he's in huge trouble. Yeah. Although if he's up against 9-10, it's not as bad, but there's only one 10 left, so. Yeah. And even then, it's not great, I guess. You still don't have very many outs. I mean, it just blocks a lot of your outs. Yeah, but at least you're not dead. Like, if a jack comes, it's good for you. Right. If a 9 comes, it's good for you. Well, I wasn't even thinking about being dead when the jack comes when I was talking about that. I was just thinking about the outs being blocked. Yeah. You know? No, I know. Originally, that's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's a fold. I think it's a good fold. It's crazy. That's how you become a billionaire, I guess. Yeah. This is what you do. You go on TV and you fold middle set. 
Yep. On the flop. Good job, Jason Calacanis. Good job. We think. We're going to have to actually run some Seems numbers like it. to make sure. It's weird. All right. All right. We did it. All right. We're done. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them tongue tied. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it.